That's a good oh, one. Silver Surfer. Oh, Silver Surfer. Silver Surfer. In the flesh. Put that sucker on the soundboard. I do need to get that on the soundboard. Silver Surfer. I think my favorite part is he gives them I'm, a pretty good explanation or whatever. And I've, like, there's a lot of communication going on, and his response just seems to be Silver Surfer. <laughs> oh, man. It's just like, I don't care what the hell you just said. Silver <laughs> yeah, Surfer. Silver. <laughs> Yeezy, Yeezy, what's good? It's your boy Max B. What's going on? Just checking in on you. Appreciate the love and support. The wave is here. You're a wavy dude anyway, so you already know. Ain't no problem. Ain't the game, you already know how this game thing goes. So do your wave. You got the official wave man just doing you. Do your wave and keep it loopy. I know you're going to keep it loopy, man. Silver Surfer. Shout out, you out hollering at you, man. So love, I appreciate the, the energy. And we here, we hit the town. We do something big. We're going to make a big tsunami up in this joint. You already know what it is. Silver Surfer. <laughs> Silver Surfer in the flesh. Silver Surfer in the flesh. Max Bigger Bell, shout out to Yeezy. What's good? I see you. It's love. Appreciate Silver it. Surfer. It's honor. Appreciate it. Ah, wavy, baby. Yeah. <laughs> See what I mean? You should you should play that. You should play that like it's some sort of a listener voicemail or something. <laughs> Here's the one call we got this week. It's from the Silver Surfer gentleman. <laughs> oh, oh, nice going cold I'm one. Catching it. Cold one. You got some on hand? Yeah. Uh, I made a big boy purchase. I put this fridge in my room, like right next to my desk. So I've been keeping like two or three in there just in case. It's gonna be hard to crack with one hand. <laughs> I'm awaiting the uh, Facebook post. <laughs> big boy purchase. Got a mini fridge for the room. A mini fridge that sits in my room. And I keep a couple beers in it. It's like that's like the most like college college <laughs> yeah, type of it's purchase. Literally, ever. I don't want to walk down the stairs. <laughs> I'm gonna post some big emotional <laughs> caption on Instagram. Today marks a big day in my adult life. <laughs> Just this like shitty... went out and purchased. <laughs> grainy picture of this fridge got it right off of craigslist <laughs> yeah i don't want to pay full price and i found someone selling it for 25 percent off the msrp <laughs> let's do this let's start this this sob silva sarfa You are listening to Talking Trash, presented by That's Garbage Media. Here are your hosts, Matt Trell, Sig, and Snake. Sig and Snake, episode 48, I'm pretty sure. And the Silva Surfer. And the Silva Surfer in the flesh. <laughs> We, we did get From to the, the dumb. We got to the bottom of that, right? Literal lyrics. Who is the Silver Surfer? It wasn't Kanye, was it? It was the other guy. 
Yeah, Max B, the guy who was calling in. Max B, okay. Oh, so Kanye was saying I Silver believe. Surfer. Yeah, that would yeah, make yeah. more sense. Okay. It, it was it was like five minutes into the the call that he just started acknowledging who was calling him. It'd be like if I sat you down to give you like some serious life advice and then I went on for like a few minutes and then you just said Silver Surfer. <laughs> God, that's a good one. All right, how do we start this, Zig? Uh, we're we're slightly late on the one year pod, so this this is. I'm not sure, like, if we want to recap this week or last week. Yeah, let's I just don't know. Go, I just want to put it out there. Yeah, put it out there. There was some heat about missing the one year anniversary of the pod, but I acknowledged this a while back. Just. I believe through text with you guys, the the first pod was not the beginning of this of the actual podcast. There was a lot of time put into it, oh, and true. I acknowledged the first time that we actually attempted attempted. And so, yeah, you're right. And that episode did see the light of day. It just wasn't published that day. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it came a little later. Yeah, one of the first lost episodes. Yeah. So congrats to us on one year, I guess. Uh, we got, we agree. We got to get to 50 no matter what we do here. So going to want at least one appearance from Matchel before we hang this thing up for good. Yeah, Maybe yeah. 50 should be the original cast. We just duplicate the first ever lost episode. I think we had Travman on that. Or no, he was the first official episode maybe. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah, sure. I have no idea. I have to dive back in the archives. But maybe we'll do that for the big 5-0, and then we'll figure it out from there. But uh, there was definitely a few concerned listeners that we had hung up the cleats. <laughs> not not quite yet. We're, we're hanging in there for a couple weeks here. Never say die. Ne- <laughs> never say die. Despite me texting you guys that the pod is dead. <laughs> We're holding on for dear life. Yeah. But I don't know. To start, I guess I want to hear about your Asheville trip. Okay. And Can- and I wanted to say in honor of that, I did crack open a burial beer here tonight. Oh, hell yeah. How did you get that? Did you bring it back it's, with you? Yeah, I brought it back. How much luggage did you bring back? Like a, a couple Sixers or something? Um, Yeah. Like a... It was all stuff that we had started drinking or whatever. This is something that Rod had purchased and like he flew back so he couldn't take it with him. And I was like, I'll hold on to it for a little bit. And now you're drinking it for him. Yeah. Well, he has two left. I was going to say, that's kind of like getting up out of your chair and calling fives. Like you can only, you can't call fives and then come back like the next day, you know? Yeah. Yeah. There might be one left for him once he gets here for Thanksgiving. <laughs> there you go. Is it the really good one that he was excited to show us? Probably. No, so they didn't have. I forget what that was, but that was a good one. Um, he said it looked like orange juice when they poured it into the cup. Yeah, I, was yeah, like, yes. I already know it's going to be good. <laughs> yes, um, but I brought back two. So this one's called Lords of the Roost, which you know how I said everything there's probably at least a four. Yeah. Well, this one's a four. Four o. Um, yeah, four o. And then. I brought back another one that I had told you guys about that was called the tearing of flesh from the bone. Oh yeah, that's right. That was hardcore. Which was damn near a five. Oh yeah. Yeah. That place, I think I told you, I 
I want to say that place might have been my favorite just based off that. I didn't even try that many beers. No, I tried at least two. One Stout Boy and then the one, I think it was a triple IPA, which they did not describe as hazy till we got it. And that was only after Rod was uh, delivered the disappointing news that the, the board didn't contain the good one. So we settled on yeah. that, knocked down one of those, and I, th- I think I went 475. I would say best beer I had down there was whatever that was. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's one of the places. Did you drive down there? Uh, no, I flew. Oh, so you couldn't bring much back with you, huh? No, I could start checking beer, but I, <laughs> I was pretty beered out by, uh, well, the the kicker for Trav and I was we stayed there Sunday and hung out with my mom and aunt who were in Asheville as well. And like, I didn't think about this going into Sunday, but like I was going to fly back first thing Monday morning and work. So, you know, take it pretty easy Sunday. Late, late start on Monday. <laughs> Uh, just slightly. I got into Baltimore at like eight ten or something. The flight left there really early. And That's dedication, really. Yeah, Holy smokes. Yeah, it was dedication to get one more full day of just intoxication in down there <laughs> that I just didn't yeah. need. I was gonna say I I saw some check ins from Wicked Weed. What I thought was when past when everyone had left. Yeah, that was you guys it. must have been. Yeah, back at it. That was the other one that I thought was the best. They definitely had the coolest environment. They had like this. Did you say, see like the? I guess it was like downstairs. It was sort of like a basement, but then it opened up into like a large porch. That's where I was watching the the dogs game on Saturday. Oh, no, I didn't see that. We we were outside when we went. I wonder if you were like outside topside. There was like a downstairs. Outside yeah, probably. As well. I never saw anything at, like downstairs, but okay, that's a big, big sour place. Yeah, there so was, I'm surprised that you enjoyed it so much. Well, I, man, I'm trying to think if I drank a sour. I might have drank one sour the whole, the whole weekend, and it, I think it might have been like a sour IPA. I'm not gonna lie, I had some check-ins that I was just like, I wonder if that was any good. Like I rated it highly, but I have no recollection of drinking that one. There was just between like. Running the constant buzz and then just trying like so many different beers. I just know that a lot of them were good, and then I it's hard to pick out like any of them in particular. Yeah, it's a uh, it's crazy. You you get through. You know, you're in Asheville, which is one of the probably one of the, you know, all time spots, and you can just start plowing through them. But you know, you get through two or three breweries there go through a couple flights and then it's just kind of game over. Yeah. It's it's hard. It's hard to keep up. Yeah. Like you can only try so much. And I was telling Travi, I was like, if I just lived here it like every Sunday I'd probably wake up and I'd I'd be like, I'll pass in the gym today. I think I'll just go get a flight down the street. Like (laughs) I'd be 500 pounds. I, it could happen. You could live could there happen. for like yeah, I see it. Yeah, you could live there for a month, I feel like, and not you certainly wouldn't be able to try everything, but I don't even know if you could get into every brewery. It just seemed like there was that many. Yeah, we only visited 
when we spent the day there, we only visited um, maybe three and then one like barbecue place where I still had like two or three good beers there. Yeah. Did I, I guess when they picked me up from the airport, it was like first thing in the morning. This is how the weekend started. And they took me to, I want to say it was like, the, what was the huge one? That's like a, I don't want to call it a chain, but it's like, I think it started in California. Is it Sierra Nevada? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that Nevada or California? First of all. I thought it was California. Oh, we did this once. Yeah, on the pod. yeah, <laughs> yeah. California, California. But I'm I'm saying that. Don't fact check me. Okay, I won't. But you are correct. Did you go to that one? <laughs> no, that's a, that's like a little bit outside of the city. I think, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I bet it took us 20 minutes on the way home. But that one was really cool. But it was funny that we went there. And like we pulled into the parking lot and I think it might have been like ten fifty in the morning. And then of course it opened <laughs> at like eleven. So just group of like five men, grown men, pull up. I think <laughs> Grandy grabbed a frisbee out of the trunk and tossed it around for like a minute or two. And they were like, All right, enough's enough. Let's walk to the door. And there was like these two gentlemen already standing there. Like we felt pretty bad about ourselves, but then there was two guys like also doing the same thing, standing there waiting for them to open the door. And uh, <laughs> this guy who clearly works there and is in charge of unlocking the doors, you can see like through the glass, he comes walking down the hallway towards us. And it's like 11 on the dot. It might even be like 1101 or two. And he gets like up to the, to the handle of the door and he just turns around starts walking back the other way we're just like oh like even the other guys were like yelling and then he i don't know what he was doing but he came back like a minute later and opened her up but yeah that place was really cool too it's too bad rod squad didn't take you there yeah well well i guess that's probably one that will just end up going back every once in a while yeah we gotta put the the garbage crew on that one we should make a run down there I would love to do that, and I'd love to make it out to the Pacific Northwest with you guys sometime. Oh, if you need uh, a plug for that, I'm your guy. I'm the West Coast guy when it comes to Pacific Northwest. <laughs> yeah, so. that's that's what I heard. So, yep, it can boost your numbers out there. I right hear. Oh yeah, craft brews and scenery out there, Ziggy. All right, should we try and do any sort of like real quick college football recap? Two is dead. That's oh yeah. Two is dead. I gave you guys the update. Um, so I I did a little bit more of research, and I guess his injury wasn't as bad as the uh, Bo Jackson one. Yeah, because I remember Bo Jack something something about his was a little bit worse because he cut off all the blood supply to his hip. But also. Uh, Tua had like fractured his pelvis, which has got to be a little bit more difficult to come back from. I'm saying that he's not going to be anything. He'll still be like a decent, decent passer. But I think like we had talked about one time, he's not going to get on any team that's going to even give him a shot. And he's, he's done. So on my list, he's done. So I think maybe in a weird way now, I don't know if it'll change anyone's mind, but maybe he could like, People would just pass on him and he could fall 
later in the draft to a decent team, but he's probably doomed, like you said. But the well, and they have these people on there that are saying like, yeah, he's expected to make a full recovery, but that's that's is a sucky sort of injury, and I just based on my background and what I do for a living, I don't know. I just don't know if he can come back and be an NFL player. They were talking about CJ Mosley did that. Oh, really? But he didn't have that. Yeah, he he dislocated his hip, but he didn't have that um, fracture in his pelvis. So we'll see. Yeah, I think it was before most of the details were out because I don't even know if he'd like he might have might have been the next morning or something you texted the trash group and you were just like yeah this looks pretty bad and then you were uh giving us the initial diagnosis and it did, it did not it didn't sound like it was going to fare well for Tua I had no idea what any of that meant and then once you were explaining the the hip dislocation and the and the break that sounded pretty severe yeah and one time I this is a pretty good analogy and it might kind of explain why I feel like it's such a bad injury. Um, your pelvis is kind of like a pretzel. So if it if it breaks in one spot, it's almost impossible that it doesn't weaken somewhere else or break. Oh, that's wild. So. I don't even like thinking about how the doctor could get in there to like operate on your pelvis. It seems like he'd just be like cutting your entire front open. <laughs> yeah, let me show you a video of a hip replacement sometime soon. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, Big D got the knee replacement. He did? Yeah. He didn't get it done by us. I'm going to have to talk with him yeah, about that. Yeah, you might have to get on his case. <laughs> I have a kind of a hot take about knee replacements. I feel like that's not that big of a deal because when I tore my ACL every day in the physical therapy room, there'd just be all these geriatrics doing the knee thingy. And they would be in and out. Like, I'd see, like, two of them get in and out of there before I was done with my, like, six months of rehab. Those guys were just <laughs> pretty much in the door a couple weeks and then out of it, I feel like. Yeah, it's um, – the biggest thing is, like, restoring their range of motion. But they can, like, put all of the weight on it as they want, as much as they want. It's a little bit more intense because – they're like, we're sawing away bone on them, which has to be painful. But ACL is more like you have to protect that for a long time before you can start going going hard on it. Oh, I was going hard on it day one. Actually, I, remem- <laughs> I remember, uh, this is a good one here. It was me and Coltrane rehabbing ACLs. And Mattrell came in for like a two-day stint with the pinky. <laughs> Pinky, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd have to ask Matchell again. It might have been one day, but he came into physical therapy for like a a day or two tops or something. It was pretty funny. He was just doing his like workout, just looking over at us like laughing. And I was like, oh, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Damn. Yeah. Well, um, Pops is on the schedule here in December for his knee. Oh, yeah? So Wait, you... Can yeah. you work on that? That's pretty wild. Um, nobody's told me no, so. Okay. It's not like. Uh, the only thing is, 
I've been told like, um, like if we go, we always like round as a team and go and check on our patients and they said, just have like somebody else do the notes on them. So there's not like a Ziggler doing a note on a Ziggler. It could get confusing. Could, it could. Yeah. Or you'd just be giving him a bunch of grief. Like this guy's a huge pussy. He needs to, he needs to get one. <laughs> yeah. Hey, this person is uh, writhing in pain. Too bad. I would cut off their pain medication immediately. <laughs> Looks like he's prone to addiction. We're going to go ahead and pull the Percocets. <laughs> All right. I don't know if there's any other uh, major college football news. I'm just I'm putting it out there. I'll be at the Penn State game. Uh, Big Worm. Stu Man. Is that finally happening? Penn State, Ohio State. Yeah, that's Saturday at noon. Forecast says rain and 40 degrees, Ziggy. I'm really looking forward to that. <laughs> well, suit up, buddy. Yeah, I'll be there. Full pads. Maybe I'll bring those like uh, <laughs> those rain jackets. Bring your helmet. I'll bring the helmet, but I might bring yes, one of those like yes. sideline jackets because I'm fully yeah. geared up. Do you think that would bother the person sitting behind me? That you're wearing like a five foot wide and ten foot tall. tall. Rain Dude, they were so tall. I feel made like. out of canvas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they just have no room to put their knees in front of them. Yeah. So look for me in the I stands. Do, they'll probably they'll probably do like a feature on the guy in the sideline jacket. I do remember just wanting to take one of those home when I was in high school. Oh, like this awesome. is going to be useful for something. Yeah, I'm going to say the frequency. I don't know if it was like this at any other high school, but at our high school. Those things came out like once every three years, I want to say. They didn't make many appearances. I think there was one. I can't remember if this was my – I don't know. There was one year, and this is stupid, but it's got to be my freshman, sophomore, junior, senior year. (laughs) (laughs) It's one of those. Where we broke them. Where we broke them out multiple times, and I was just like, "This is this never happens." This is unprecedented. It's un- Do you remember? <laughs> this is just getting off topic, but diving back. Do you remember a game against? I think it was Grove City, where <laughs> oh my, we God. were there. Yes, and- I know exactly what you're gonna say. <laughs> you, it was Grove you City. Brought, you brought you brought the phone out. <laughs> yeah, I had my phone on the sideline. Because someone was Getting playing like a, some college football updates. Which now that I think about that, why were we playing on a Saturday? No, it was definitely a Friday night, but so, just some okay, some, some college Friday night college football. Dude, it had to have been Penn State. It was playing on a Friday night. I don't know why else I would have needed. I it. would. I would think so. <laughs> I think I was going with it in the hand warmer, and then yes. There were serious concerns that I was going to be on kickoff at one point, and I was like, I don't know what to do with this phone. Or it was like some some sort of panic where I was like, I might have to take this phone out of my pocket and just throw it, like throw it behind everyone. Yeah, that's funny. I was The last thing I was going to say about those jackets, now that I think about it, I don't think they could have made an away trip because we would have just needed like that natural size moving truck to get them to wherever we were going. Yes. Yes. You'd need them at a, You just need a whole nother bus for them. <laughs> yeah. The second bus. Damn. You guys have quite the roster. Not really. We just have some cargo. <laughs> All right. This is unload those jackets, boys. <laughs> 
All right, we got here an hour early just to get the jackets off the bus. Let's do this. All right, this is so off topic at this point. I think we need to... Let's do this. Sports trivia. I'll give you a couple. This one's just for you, Ziggy, because I know that this is a big deal to you every year. Uh, Let's see. Oh, okay. This is a U.S.-wide thing. I was trying to see if it was Pennsylvania or U.S. It's U.S. In 2017, how many hunting licenses, tags, or permits, I guess that's all the same thing, were in the U.S.? So 300 million people or whatever there is, 330 million, how many million licenses were there to hunt in 2017? All across the nation? Yeah. So you got to figure, like, I don't know what the population of, like, Montana and, you know, Idaho, all those are, but, like, I'd assume everyone's getting one out there. <laughs> yeah. Um, gosh, this would help if I knew the population of the United States, but... Oh, that's what I said. How I many think it's, million? like, 330 million, isn't it? Okay, give me 50 million. Okay, good guess. Yeah, I I didn't know if I was going to have to give you a hint that this was in millions. Like, that's how I would have had no idea what to guess. It's 37 million. So that's pretty good. You said 50. So we're looking at yeah, not bad. a little over 10% of the population. And you got to figure like... Yeah, there you go. A lot of people are probably too old or too young to hunt. So I don't know. Call it like 20% <laughs> of the population that can hunts pretty funny thing that you just don't really think about but this time of year makes makes my job a little difficult breaking bad news to people telling them that they can't go out and like shoot the rifle this oh, season man is it because of like shoulder or like yeah shoulder like they just had shoulder surgery they're like in a cast or just something like that are they just in denial you're like you can't shoot the rifle and he's like can i do archery can i can I do anything? Can I shoot a pistol? Yeah, they they start. They're like, they start justifying it. Like they're like, I can I can shoot left handed. I'm like, uh, no. I was I was getting gas the other day, and I saw this this guy in an absolute rig, and the rig was camoed out, and he was camoed out. So I was assuming it was in Maryland, but I, I'm guessing it was like first day of hunting season or something. And I was thinking about taking a quick picture and like snapping it to you and then i was just like you know what that's actually like really mean because like <laughs> if i was wearing like a football jersey like maybe that guy would make fun of me but i was getting for a half second i was getting a major kick out of just how much like square footage of camo was around this guy at the time it was it was <laughs> fascinating well full disclosure here buddy guess who guess who has a license I mean, there's no chance you have a license. I do. <laughs> what do you I gonna, got one this year? What are you gonna shoot? I didn't. I didn't find the time to get out for for anything really, but I fully intend on getting out there. I have a. Let's see. I have it right here. Um, an antlered or flintlock tag. We think that means. For the 19, so that's just for uh, like a buck tag for um, either archery or flintlock season. 
What the hell is um, flintlock? That's like a that's like certain type of gun that comes in. I think it comes Muzzle in after loader. the new year. Muzzle loader, same thing. Yeah, sure. Okay, sure. <laughs> you got to see. That's the problem is I don't know a whole. That's that's why I haven't. That's why I didn't go out. Like I went and kind of intended on learning a little bit and starting, but I just didn't get around to it. That's like me. I have a to... fall turkey. Oh, you have more than just the deer. Yeah, yeah. So it came. It it just came with all this crap. So fall turkey tag. I've got oh spring turkey. So I'm ready for spring gobbler. What we got there? Like um, March. I feel like Stewie used to go out and blast one of those in March time or so. Yeah. See, I don't know, and I don't like own a a bow or a gun for that matter yet. So you're gonna have to. We're working on get one like the day of. You're gonna like get in right, <laughs> right out in the woods. Yeah, well, that's that's one of the reasons I was like, I'm not going to go out for archery because I haven't even practiced shooting anything. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like take a shot and hit a poor freaking <laughs> deer in the hoof and make it limp around for the rest of its life. Just make it suffer. <laughs> but now we're next year. We're gonna be all in. Okay. Oh, good shit. That's uh, that's good because remember that. That uh, I don't want to give too many details. That older gentleman you misled that one time into thinking you were a full blown <laughs> hunter. Now, if the conversation ever comes back around, you can maybe prove it. Tell him you shot something. I bet I could see that guy tomorrow, and he would be asking me about if I got anything. Uh, what was the Because I deal? sold that lie so well. <laughs> because we thought it was funny for you to run all that gear at track practice, right? <laughs> We we might have been a little little uh, hungover, little hungover. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You and had, then walked in with the full hunting gear on, which makes sense. I think you even had one of those like they're full of like styrofoam pellets, and you sit on it and they warm up. I think you yes. even had one of those around yes. your waist. <laughs> yeah, and uh, ironically, this ha- this was a Saturday practice or something. Ironically, it was like the first day of spring turkey season or something yeah and, and he did. so i got i got drilled on if i had seen any action out there this morning i don't even think he said hi he just kind of looked at us walk in and he's like did you get anything or did you see any action yeah <laughs> god that was painful all right this is this is that like practice was painful oh yeah do you remember that kid that was running around the track drunk like he, he would run by and he would just you'd be like holy shit did he bring liquor with him? Like he must have been so drunk, it was just wafting off him. This is like the sidetrack podcast of all time. I'll give you one more sports here. Um, I'm gonna give you a sports fact. This is just interesting. So in 1963, baseball pitcher Gaylord Perry remarked, "They'll put a man on the moon before I hit a home run." So keep in mind, this is a pitcher. And then on July 20th, 1969, a few hours after Neil Armstrong set foot on the moon, Gaylord Perry hit his first and only ever home run. That's amazing. I don't, I didn't fact check that, but I've, I've heard something about that. You started talking about that 
they'll put a man on the moon sort of thing. And I, I remember hearing this story. So (laughs) confirmed, confirmed (laughs) that it is at least a story. (laughs) Confirmed it's a story, but that is bizarre within a couple hours. (laughs) God, that's good. All right. Do you have, you don't have any sports? I have some stuff dialed up here. All right. Yeah. Okay. Um, another good one. We talk about like Barry Bonds trivia is always good. Um, oh yeah. Who's that guy that Trav loves the baseball player? Oh, Tony Gwynn. Tony Gwynn. Yeah. Good. Good. Just like gold mine of stats. Brett Favre is a pretty good one too. Okay. Um, you know, do you, so he had a couple of different prolific receivers that he threw the ball to, you know, who his first completion was to as a Packer. I'm going to guess the dumbest stuff. I can't even remember who Brett Favre would throw to. Uh, this is going to be a weird one. It might be like over. Oh, I know what this is. Brett Favre threw it to himself first. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Tipped. Yeah. Yep. I did fact check that one. There's a nice video of him catching it for a nice like four yard loss. Yeah. I think that goes back to that one stat where what the hell was it? It was like Tom Brady. It was like receivers over the age of 40 to catch passes or not. It was like players over the age of 40 and it was like Tom Brady's receiving yards. Tom Brady was like negative seven, Brett Favre negative four or something. And then it was like, Someone else that's Every, actually good with like four thousand. Oh, Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice. <laughs> but in second was everyone else to ever play. Yeah, I think that yeah, was it. That's um I'm looking for a couple others here. You know Brett Favre most interceptions in NFL career history, I think. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Um Okay, this one makes no sense to me, but I've just just stumbled across it. I guess this is more like, explain this to me. Four strikeouts in an inning has only occurred 60 times. Four strikeouts in an inning. How does that even make sense? I think I get it. So how do they rule that when the catcher drops the swinging strikeout pitch? Oh, okay. And then that person, so they recorded a, a, they recorded a strikeout, but the person still got on base because the catcher dropped it and didn't get it to. The, I think. I don't know how that's a that strikeout. Yeah, that should be a well, strikeout. Well, they threw three yeah. strikes. Yeah, they threw three strikes on the person, but they reached base. Is that considered an error? On the catcher? That has to go down as an error. Yeah, yeah. That's the only way that makes sense. I would guess. All right, so that's interesting. Yeah, that's very interesting. See if we can find any other ones that make absolutely no sense. Wow. Which uh, which quarterback do you think has the most career fumbles? NFL quarterback with the most career fumbles? Yeah. <sighs> I'm just going to pick somebody who's been playing for a long time. It could could be Brett Favre. Could he be. He played for about 60 years. 65. Could be. Give, give, give me Peyton Manning. 
<laughs> I like that one. Just rubber arm Peyton Manning back there. <laughs> yeah. It is Brett Favre. So Brett Favre has the most picks and the most fumbles. I also have the most sacks, like the quarterback to be sacked the most. Who do you think that is? Um, Don't overthink Give this. me Brett Favre. <laughs> yeah, okay. Give me Brett Favre. <laughs> it is. Brett Favre holding all those down. <laughs> oh, man. Say so those Brett Favre stats are interesting. Yeah, and they just they, they keep coming and coming. There's, there's a whole list here. Okay, here's another good one. The per, A perfect inning is considered nine pitches, nine strikes, and three outs. Ooh, okay? Yeah. How many times has that ever been achieved? By one person? I think there are multiple people, but I'll I'll bring up two of them afterwards. Oh, okay. So, so guess how many, how, just guess how, many, how many innings have how went many that times way. in? Yeah. Yes. I feel like I've seen someone do that. Uh, There's one that's like an obvious, an obvious one. Yeah, like Randy Johnson or some shit. He probably did that a couple of times. I'll say not quite one every season. So. I think there's been like 150 years of baseball. We'll do a little over 100. Do like 125. All right. My source, which I think might not be completely up to date, but at least within the last five years, I'm going to say 46 times. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say something like with some commas in it there. 46 times. All right. <laughs> and then it just follows up and it says the most expected selection meaning like who's the most obvious pitcher that has done that you throw out randy johnson that he, i would say he's probably done it but um we've talked about him before on this podcast that absolute freak nolan ryan oh yeah well he just threw who has like five no yeah. hitters <laughs> he just threw like 900 games <laughs> worth or whatever so yeah uh and then there's Gosh, I think I vaguely remember this name. This comes up as, so there's the most expected and then the most surprising. Byung Hung Kim. Do you remember that guy? I feel like I do. Man, did he? No. Is he the guy who played for like the Red Sox? I'm looking it up. That name is familiar. He's like pitching in the early 2000s, I'm going to say. Looks like, oh, another... Uh, Another Diamondback. Another Diamondback side armor. That's just cheating. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Diamondback. Holy crap. I don't know Looks if that's like what he, I was picturing. I, I, see a, I see a picture of him with a Rockies jersey on. Oh, and a, a Red Sox cap. Yeah, he's a journeyman. He's got like seven teams on his wiki. Ending with... I guess his most prolific team was the, the Diamondbacks, though. So. Yeah, it looks like he was with them for the longest. But I would say most prolific team might have been who he finished his career with, the Kia Tigers of the South Korean <laughs> professional baseball team. <laughs> Can we just go back and say one of the best uniforms in, in sports history is those old school Diamondbacks? Let me take a with look. With like the, the purple and uh, just like an A. <laughs> The only problem we might have, Zig, is the Louisville Bats. It's pretty true, tough to true. beat. Louisville Bats are 
Louisville bats remain unbeaten. <laughs> oh, wait, what color are you thinking? It's purple and they have like the pinstripes yes. on it. Yep. 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 Like, so their current uniforms are pretty sweet too. I like those, but if you're talking about like a throwback, the, those vest jerseys with the purple and that weird looking a, yes, which I love it. I love that. I th- is that supposed to be like the snake or something? That thing is weird. Here's a yeah. life pro tip. You get, I feel like just anytime these teams go back to the old school uniform, it's just like way cooler, right? Yeah. Nostal- nostalgic for sure. Yeah. It's like, it'd be a great way to like the Rams jerseys way cooler now, or it doesn't even have to end at jerseys. Like, uh, have you ever seen one of the, I think they were like Navy blue Miller light cans. They just look hideous. Oh, yes. And you're like, wow, those white cans are so much cooler. Like, how are the, how did those not just remain the logo? Yeah. Oh, okay, good stuff. That's my sports trivia. Yeah. And side, sports sidetrack. Sports sidetrack. I think we're already at like 40-some minutes, so we're, we're closing in on the end here. We got through <laughs> one segment. Well, hit me up with your geopoliticals then. Yeah, I have so many geos. Uh, I don't want to pick one that's not fun with all these to grab from. Oh, I I asked this to Trav and Ethan in Asheville, and there was a pretty good... It's just an impossible question. All right, and I'm going to tell you the first the first part of this. Do you know how old the Earth is? Do you have any idea? Um, it's in billions. Yeah, I think I have a good... I have two numbers in my head. One of them is... Six and the other is 12, but give me six billion years. Okay. Six is the closer guess, so good job. The Earth is... 4.6. 4. 4. Yeah, damn close. Well, I've got 4.54, which is just going to okay. fail to round up to 4.6. Well, it depends on who you ask, okay? Right. Depends on how many digits you're looking after that decimal. Four point Significant digits. 4.54 billion for the Earth. So how old do you think the moon is? Um, I guess common sense would tell me <laughs> 4.54 billion years. Okay, that's a tremendous... You're going to tell me something no, something stupid, That's though, an amazingly good guess. You were so freaking close. It's 4.53 billion. But wouldn't... Okay. Isn't that just one of those things where if someone told you the moon was 5 million years old, you'd be like, all right, I'll buy it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> But apparently it's just like one hundredth of a billion younger than the Earth. And then do you want to guess the sun? Mm, I'm I I don't know. I don't know what I'm basing this off. I'm gonna say it's older than the Earth. Correct. Um give me eight billion. All right. It's still not a terrible guess because the <laughs> like the span is only so, a couple billion off. <laughs> it's a few, four point six billion. So basically, the, the wait, the, okay, four point six. So not long, not long after, not long before the Earth. Right. Yeah. So what are they saying that the universe is? Oh, I don't even want to talk about that. 
Should we look it up? The universe? (laughs) I don't know if can you come up with a... Is the universe the Big Bang? It depends who you ask. Okay. I got a, I, I typed it into Google. I got an answer. And I think one of the numbers you <laughs> threw out from earlier is a very good guess. Yeah, I think you were thinking... Is it the eight, 8 billion? No, it's a little older. It's 13.8. I thought you might have said 12 or 14 at some point for something. So we got 13.8. So for, so for like 6 billion years, stuff was just hanging out and then the sun formed i guess well i think there's other suns that are like even bigger oh this is hilarious. well yeah. so i just told you that the 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 so the wmap estimate the age of the universe to be 13.8 billion years and then they have like a caveat here they're like there's an uncertainty of x years the uncertainty is 59 million years. I'd say that's pretty damn close. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, we're talking billions of years it that the Earth has sense. been around? It doesn't make sense. And what, have humans been around for even a million? I'm trying to read that Sapiens no. book right now. It's like, it's not a million. I don't think. Like... We just can't even comprehend how long that is. Yeah, it's not It's not even close to being able to comprehend it. Like if you divided that number by like a million, a hundred million, you still would have Divide no that idea. by a human lifespan. Yeah, I feel now like... That's, now that's a brain buster yeah, there. Yeah, the whole thing is a brain buster. We can't go too deep into this. We'll, we'll get lost here. <laughs> This is going to turn into the Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> Joe Rogan podcast, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, now that you're, we're here, this is one thing. I might have told you this. I think I've told you this before, but I'm pretty sure I heard this from, like, a Joe Rogan, like, YouTube clip. The claim was that if two people, like, if you took some identical twins and... All right, so you put a watch on both these identical twins and you set it to the exact same time and it's just like perfect watch. It's like it'll never skip a beat. It'll never lose battery, whatever. At the end of the two twins' lifetimes, it won't be on the same thing because one of them will have moved around more than the other. Like whoever was more stagnant, their watch will have... Turned more because the other person, as they're moving, is what catching the speed of light and therefore it's slowing time just ever so slightly. Yeah, yes, okay. How stupid is that? Sure. Yeah, and it'll be off by like a, a fraction of a microsecond. I don't know if it'd be like a second over like 80 years, or I don't know, but I, the guy was saying that it would be off. That's nuts. Yeah, it's bizarre. Um, speaking of twins, have you ever heard about like those studies where they catch up with these twins that were separated at birth? Yes. And they catch up with them <laughs> later in life. Yeah. And they just remarkably lead like such a similar life. <laughs> yes. They marry the same. Like they both wife they both married something. like 
yes, like the same exact like looking <laughs> and personality. They both are like engineers or garbage men or something. <laughs> yeah. and that shit cracks wild. me up. There was <laughs> there was something similar to that, and this guy did a study to like I guess he was after a study on their like what's it called fast twitch or quick twitch muscles, and he did an experiment on these two twins. One of them lived this lifestyle where he was just constantly running marathons, and the other was a semi truck driver for like fifty years. <laughs> <laughs> and he said. That it was like exponential how much more quick twitch the semi truck driver had than the marathon guy. <laughs> what? I guess he just, the marathon guy was like losing all his quick twitch by just running these like long distances. It didn't make a ton of sense yeah. to me. Yeah. Gosh. Twin studies. I mean, yeah. This is the science episode. Kind of. <laughs> it's the sidetrack and sidetrack and science. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me give All you right. one. You had another one yeah, for me. This one's lighter on a lighter note. This will wrap us up for geos. There's one major US city that you can start driving south and enter Canada. Do you know what this is? One major U.S. city. Yeah, where if you just got in your car and started driving dead south, you'd cross the Canadian border. Dead south. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, I was going to say Anchorage, but I feel like you would hit water before. Yeah, yeah, it's not like that. It's not Alaska. (laughs) Okay. Um, Gosh, okay. I can't imagine this. Jesus. Okay. It's a really hard. I'm really trying. It's a hard question. I'm I'm putting some thought into this. I can't picture anything on the West Coast making this. You don't need to go out West. I'll tell you that. Okay. I'm thinking East Coast, but also Michigan is an effed up state. Now you're on to something. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um. I guess as Marquette a city, give me Marquette. No, that's a good guess. That's in Michigan, right? But this yeah. is like a big time Michigan city. Ann Arbor? <laughs> no, this has got to be the biggest city of Michigan. You're just blanking on it. Yeah, it's it's the biggest city of Michigan. The Detroit. Lines. Yes. Okay, Detroit. You have to okay. look at a map of Detroit. And you will just be mind blown where Canada is relative to Detroit. I absolutely, I absolutely love these type of things where it just makes you realize how much you don't know about geography. <laughs> yeah, just had never even looked at a map over there. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's completely effed up. Yes. You know, I'm kicking myself in the butt for that one because I was watching um, something on Netflix. Uh, a series called Dope. Oh, I've seen and an it's episode. All, it's or all two. about yeah, all about just like drug trafficking and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they were basically talking about like how they would just cross that river from Canada to Michigan. Oh yeah, just start trucking them. So in. 
but yeah, I guess that's, that's some wild stuff that you can just drive south and you're in Windsor, Canada. <laughs> Windsor, yeah. You know what else is bizarre? Just one last sidetrack is someone in Detroit could like barge something through Lake Erie, through Lake Ontario, all the way up and then like up near Quebec and all that. Like that, there's a navigable channel through there. I think it runs through like Buffalo too. Yeah. Like you can get all the way through there. That is so bizarre. Also, okay. Jesus. Have you look on the map and you see where Marquette is? That has to be the most isolated major college in America. All right, let me, I'm, aside from like Hawaii. Oh, wow. That's Wisconsin? Is that right? Or is that Michigan? No, that's still no, Michigan. No, that's Michigan. That's another thing I didn't know about Michigan. It's like it's not just the oven mitt, it's all that yes. shit above it. Yeah, there yeah, is it's nothing, an effed up state, like I said. There is nothing near that Marquette. All right. I really like that geopolitical there. Yeah, that's uh, kind of similar to the Reno. What was it, Reno and L.A.? Kind of similar to that. All right. I'm thinking of how to word this one, but I think I have it. Okay. So I'm, I'm thinking of, I'm comparing Alaska to the United States. Oh my in God. terms of size. I think I might have looked this up, but keep going. Okay. So so obviously it's smaller. Oh wait, here. What I want to know is compared to the mainland. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm not sure if it is smaller. I guess the best way that we can figure this out is by me asking you how many times larger is the mainland United States than Alaska? How many times larger? So it is larger. It's larger by yes, some the mainland factor. The mainland is larger. I don't even want to say twice as large. I think it has to be like one point something. I'll say like, I'll go with an even 1.5. All right. So this, this did surprise me a little bit. It is... 4.7 times as large as Alaska. No chance. <laughs> no chance. If you see a projection of it on onto the mainland, I guess I can see that. But it's still impressive nonetheless. And they said, um, what, so the next largest state behind that would be Texas? Zig, there's just no... Dude, just go to Google Maps and zoom out. These people are full of it. There's just no way. <laughs> you think it's larger than the continental U.S.? It's close. It's. I think it's like I said. I think you Holy. could. I think you could lay that on there once, and then maybe another half time. All right. Yeah, that doesn't. That doesn't <laughs> it's look not uh, like what I saw. <laughs> maybe the. I don't know. When you look at it in like a on a globe like this or a map it uh skews it somehow i'm not sure yeah i'm thinking there has to be some sort of um distortion it's probably something to do with the fact that we are just now figuring out how flat the earth is where we (laughs) think it was a sphere (laughs) yes yeah we have to take that into account (laughs) yeah so people need to re-crunch the numbers and I, i think 
once you do that, you'd see that it would lay on there four times. Gosh, yeah, you could just drag that sucker right over and cover up the majority of the United States. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Looks pretty good. All right. Well, might we might I'll do a little bit more research and come back to that one. All right. What else we got? Oh, I have a Maybe we'll just do a couple of random ones here. I have uh I did a thing besides me buying that mini fridge and slapping it in my room. <laughs> Holy shit. This is a, this is a, another classic I did a thing person. The person that gives a shit about the years like saying like 2020 will roll around and someone will be like you know I'm on my t- 2020 shit all that 2019 is in the past. I'm going to cut out all the negative people in my life, like stuff like that. Yes. Yes. So just, Love I those guess, people. just when the, for whatever one, reason. One tick of the clock will change it all. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Just one little, one little midnight <laughs> strike. And some reason, everything is just different. It's all in the rear view. 2020 is going to be completely different. I think I'm jumping on that train this year. Look out for my tweets. All right. What else we got? Oh, I have a good one. That's just another random one to chuck in here. A uh, little flicker talk might be a flicker, but I think everyone that is both you and I, I'm sure, and everyone else that's ever listened to this is going to be guilty. But you might be a flicker if you've ever went roadie in the car. Um, as, <laughs> as a passenger, obviously, but if you're just bringing along yes. the roadie. That was a... Uh... <laughs> That just makes me think of when uh, Corey and I went took a trip down for Preakness. Oh yeah, it's that just... kid was just like <laughs> hammered halfway halfway to to Baltimore. Wasn't the best part? You said you just he would just like be like, "Hey Nathan, I hate to do this to you. I got to pull over to pee." <laughs> yes, yeah, he, we had to pee like five times. Yeah, that's. A, that's the only downfall of the roadies. Like a roadie obviously tastes great. And to be honest, should that even be legal or illegal? I don't, I probably don't agree with that, but no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember when we went to spring break, we had like a 15 hour drive ahead of us. And I was just thinking like, if anyone's dumb enough to go roadies, like I'm going to make you piss in a bottle because this is going to take like 24 hours if we're having yes. to pull over. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, that's a that's a you'll have that side effect right there. All right, I think we're pretty good on time, Zig. I don't even know if we need to do anything, but just rip through these last two, maybe. Unless you got something that you want to get to. Yeah. No, I'm pretty good. All right. Uh let's do it then. Dumbest things of the week. I don't even remember doing this. Okay, this is a good one. This is a little bit of a throwback. <laughs> Yeah, I think this was before the Penn State uh, Minnesota games. That's probably almost three weeks ago at this point. This is a, I guess it's like a dumbest internal thought I had that week was, I'm trying to remember if that was a noon or a 3.30 kickoff. Must have been noon. And I probably went to run to the grocery store to grab like some essentials for lunch and stuff. Because I knew I was going to like want to sit down for the next three hours. And then I probably swung by the old six-pack shop. But on my way home, it's a very short drive between 
the six pack shop at Keeks's house, which is where I was at the time. So I was just pulled out of there, no seat belt, and I started driving. And the internal thought I had was I better put this seat belt on because if someone slams into me and I get completely like effed up, I don't want to be in the hospital and miss the game. And that was like 100% my logic as to putting on my seatbelt while driving. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was just concerned. Can't miss this game. Yeah, I was concerned. I was like, I was seriously thinking to myself, I was like, God forbid I get in a huge crash and I'm in a, in a hospital room and the TV isn't working or there is no TV or something. I need to see this game. <laughs> I need to be around a reliable TV. <laughs> yes. And I can't afford for someone to screw that up. If I wear my seatbelt, I should be able to walk out of this car and limp home. <laughs> that throwback. That's but good that, stuff. That's, yeah, that's all I had written down here. All right. Yeah. My uh, dumbest thing is a little bit of a throwback, too. I don't remember when I did this, but I just made a note of, and I don't know if I've mentioned this to you guys before or not, but a lot of times I. I always set an alarm on uh, on the during the week, but I don't always get up at that time. Okay. So, and I've never and I've never hit the snooze button in my life. So that's a quick zig claim to fame is never really? hitting the snooze button. Wow. Yes. So I will just turn <laughs> I'll just turn the alarm off and just go back to sleep. Oh, that's I thought this and, was going to be like an impressive thing where you're like this guy just gets it done. He wakes up and he gets out of bed. <laughs> no bullshit. Well, not, like 90% of the time that's how it goes, but you know, every once in a while I will just hit that alarm and be like all right, I'm just going to close my eyes for a few minutes. And I know, like, I just know that I'll wake up. Wow. Risking it all. And, and it's, it has never failed me. I did it. <laughs> I did it in school. I do it in the workforce. And I had one, I had one close call recently. So, Uh-oh. but still, still made it, made it in in time. So, okay. So it's a kind of, but uh, maybe, maybe that's my son. Yeah, that's a. It's an almost dumb thing. Yeah, that's but a, that's still a coming out moment. on top. Yeah, that's a that's a near miss. He put that. We send that over to the safety department. We say we had a near miss today. He almost slept through his alarm. <laughs> so make the corrections, Zig. Yeah, no, I'm still not going to press the snooze button though ever. Okay, good. You and uh, Big D, I think, claims that one too. <laughs> also, this, this is one of my favorites. One time, someone in my house, like probably me or Mitch, just made the remark that we were bored, <laughs> and I think he just made some like scoff, like "Oh God!" And then whoever said it proceeded to ask him, like, "When's the last time you were bored?" <laughs> and he just looked like he had seen like an alien, <laughs> like walk into the room. He was like, <laughs> bored. I don't think I've ever been bored in my life. I th- I believe that was the claim. <laughs> Never hits the snooze. Just, never been bored. <laughs> Just constantly, constantly working. on the move. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. If I'm not sleeping, I'm on the move, performing chores or working. <laughs> All right. Uh, garbage. Engie. That's garbage. 
Nice, the alternate. Uh, oh, man. I got a good garbage zig, but you kick us off first. I think I might be able to top yours. Um, yeah, I had one, once again, didn't write it down. I have a good one that'll probably come to me later. But oh, okay, I can't um, go first. First, well, first off, I'm just going to say my microphone is garbage for having a light that comes on, even though it is switched to off. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's garbage. That is garbage. I'll tell you some good garbage that's not this disappointing. All right. So when I booked my flight to Nashville, for whatever reason, there's a small airline that runs between Baltimore and Nashville. And it's, I think it makes that trip twice a week, like Friday morning and Sunday morning on the way back or something. So I was like, wow, this or at Monday morning, that is. But I was like, yeah, this thing's like built for me. Like they must know I'm going on this trip. And it's like really, really cheap. So I think mm-hmm. it works like that Spirit one. I've never flown Spirit, but I know, I believe oh, this gosh. is similar. You have to like pay for your carry-on and you have to like pay to pick a seat and all this like dumb stuff that they should just include in the price. But they don't. So... I don't know what this ticket cost. It was like dirt cheap. And I started looking for a seat and like all the seats were left. And it was probably a little more expensive than some of the seats, but it was completely reasonable to just buy a seat in the first row. So I was like, okay, I'm doing it. Like, give me the first row seat. I'm finally going to have some leg room for once in my life. Get on the, get on the plane Sit down. Well, I, I chuck the carry-on up top. I sit down uh, with my backpack, and I'm, like, getting out my headphones or something, and this woman looks at me, and she's just wearing, like, a black North Face. And people are coming on the plane or whatever, and she just looks at me, and she's like, whenever you're ready, I'll, uh, I can take that backpack and throw it up there for you. <laughs> and I'm just thinking, like, oh, this lady just likes throwing bags up there. <laughs> so I just, like, I'm... I'm good. Thanks. Like I'm keeping it. And she looks at me, she goes, ah, you can't do that. You're sitting in the front. And that kind of took me aback, but I was like, all right, what's going on here? So I start looking around at the other like attendants and I'm like, oh, they're all just wearing like street clothes. Like, okay, that's odd. But now I know that this person at least works here. So I'm like, oh, I, I didn't realize that. And she says, yeah, there's no seat in front of you. So you can't keep a personal item with you. How garbage is that, Zig? You can't keep a personal item. What was the reasoning? Because there's no seat in front of me to put it under. Even though there's like four feet in front of me. I guess she's worried about it going. Heaven forbid you keep something on your lap or in the four feet in front of you. I was confused for sure. But I don't know. I, I think... It's garbage that I worked my whole life to sit in the front row and then I got up there and just everything's a lie. You're just treated like you're treated like anyone. <laughs> that's that's some good garbage and you made me you made me think of an ultimate airline throwback. <laughs> okay. To a garbage airlines and this might top your favorite one about me. Oh, we're getting, getting, told getting that woman the in Chicago. Flight. 
Yes. <laughs> All right. Are you familiar with Frontier Airlines? Yes, because when I fly out to Oregon, it's either like Frontier or Alaska, and I always pick Alaska. Yes, don't do Frontier, okay? Okay. Uh, do you never use Frontier. So this was like one time when I was traveling between Utah and Pittsburgh or something, and it must have been that I was coming back from – I must have flown from Pittsburgh, had a connecting flight in Denver – and then going from Denver to Salt Lake. And I could not, I like went back and found this email that I was so mad that I actually wrote an email to this company. <laughs> wow. That must, yeah, and, that must've been a hell of a stunt they pulled. <laughs> Just to summarize, I'm not going to go through every, every detail in this email, but to summarize, I had been sitting on the plane Let's see. We had been there. The The flight had initially been delayed for 45 minutes because it was overbooked. And that's garbage in itself. Yes. I don't know how that happens. We've said that before. Should not be legal. Like like 100 seats. Once One, 100 yes. people have made a reservation, <laughs> yes. stop selling seats. <laughs> yes. I don't understand what's so hard about that, but yeah, uh, sometimes so I just like booked. to think about that related to other things in life, like having a ticket to go into a sporting event and them just being like, ah, now nah, she filled up like <laughs> that seat you bought is no good. We'll get you next week for the game. But yes. yeah, it's just outrageous. But anyway, sorry, keep going. Um, so yeah, so they, for 45 minutes they did the, Hey, we're looking for people that will, catch this flight tomorrow. We'll give you the X number of dollars, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And so finally they let us board and I mistakenly assumed that meant that they had solved that problem. And then once we, once we get on there, they, well, they had solved the problem. It looks like there had, there had been two to three empty seats on there and now they were looking to fill those seats back up. They oversolved. So, so we spent another 45 minutes sitting on the plane while they were looking f to be for people to fill the two to three seats what are we doing? that they had, <laughs> <laughs> yes, they had overcorrected and now like re they refused to take off. And I'm guessing I say something on here, like multiple people are on this flight saying we have connecting flights in Denver with your own company and we're going to miss that flight. And like I could not understand. And I remember specifically, like I said something to a flight attendant. I was like, there's like, there's no reason <laughs> to sit around and <laughs> like the cost of you having to reimburse people for missing a flight, a connection flight with your company is not worth point. it yes. to, sit, to sit around and fill the two to three seats because, and she said, she said, I completely agree with you, sir. And then went on to get back on her iPad and work on filling those <laughs> seats. <laughs> Just, and that has to be my all time most frustrating. Like I will, I will sit in, I will sleep on a cot in the Chicago airport 
10 nights in a row <laughs> before I ever deal with wow. Frontier Airlines again. Oh, man. Just just Planet Looney Tunes with that flight attendant. There. <laughs> yes. I, oh, I, man. I very much so agree, sir. Now, please allow me to fill <laughs> these seats. That's fascinating. Yeah, there's nothing better than just listening to your terrible airline stories and you trying to talk common sense with with airline workers. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, you just can't. You can't. They're a different breed. You can't talk common sense to airline workers. And this guy, I might, I might have told this on here, but it, this guy, uh, I was sitting with someone from work, and the person from work was getting dogged. Because he had a he had a lip in, he was spitting. Yeah, yes. the guy just he didn't say anything other than he went like right into the I don't know, like the penalty. It was basically like, oh, like hi, looks like you're looking to pay a fine of I don't know what he said five hundred dollars or do a maximum of ten nights in in jail or something. And we were both just <laughs> like, is he talking to us? And then he's explains he's like well you can't use tobacco products on the plane so we're like oh damn like didn't know and then the guy i'm working with spits it out and he just kind of kept spitting the guy came back and yes, <laughs> yes. dogged us a second time he came back and it's just like i know what you did yes my dad chewed yeah oh yeah i did tell you this yeah yeah, yeah. my dad chewed yes. on this <laughs> my dad used to chew and i know it's in your upper lip and we're both just like, well, now we're just getting nuts on this thing. Like, so the guy I'm with is just like pulling up his lips, like showing him he doesn't have chew. <laughs> Yet this guy's still threatening to send him to jail. So it was a, it was a real standoff. I love that. I love I I hate it when I'm involved in it, but I love airline stories. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's such a unique situation to be like trapped on a vessel that you have to abide by all these, by all these rules and the people running it can just do nonsensical things. Yes. Like the only Jesus. thing I can think of that they, those people were dying to put people back on the seats is that they wanted to cancel some of the vouchers they gave. That's the only thing I can think. Cause yeah. otherwise, but like you it's said, pretty smart. like you said, they were going to cost themselves way more money with like all the missed connection flights than just canceling a couple $500 vouchers. So I'm not sure. That's fascinating. Well, well you know what I did get out of that email? Ooh, a little uh, coupon or something? Yeah, a nice like $50 voucher for another flight with their company in the next 30 days. Oh, whoa. So. That I didn't realize they'd give you that much time to work with. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> did you say? So I $50? think it came out on top on the. Yeah. So did you just book a? Came out on top. Yeah, I would say so. I would, if I were you, I would have just booked a like a five hundred dollar flight out to Utah, for for leisure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just to really stick it to them. <laughs> oh man! All right. All right. I'm I'm too fired up. We need to yeah, wrap let's this wrap up. Wrap it up. Uh, that's it. Episode forty-eight. Uh, Matril, we miss you, buddy. Hope you make it before the last two episodes. Uh, we'll get this thing back up and rolling. <laughs> uh, hotline is four two four two three five forty two zero five. 
garbage heads, reach out, please. Give us give us some uh, interaction. Let us know if you need this pod to continue or not. Maybe throw us a five star review or two. Yeah, um, we're getting our uh, GoFundMe up here soon. Yeah, let's start charging for the on shit. The, on the f- link will be on the <laughs> Facebook page. <laughs> Look for the Facebook page if it uh, if it hasn't been you know <laughs> taken down yet. Yeah, I think I got another uh, threat from Mark the other day. Yeah, can, just real quick, how stupid is that? Like, that's the worst bluff technique of all time like we're gonna gonna remove your account if you don't do something on it and then they just don't do it so psa if you ever get that don't worry about it garbage heads all right i think that's it zig we will uh that's it for me we'll talk next week brother (laughs) sounds good sounds good so Fresh kid C, fresh kid C, yes sir. Fresh kid P, fresh kid T. Oh yeah, we back. Oh yeah, yeah. Jones. So the circle. Yeah. That garbage. Super in the flesh. And we pretty much amazing. Can we hear your new song, please? I got you. Hey yo, I once was a kid. All I had was a dream. More money, more problems. When I get it, I'ma pile it up. Now I'm dope. Want the bread? We can toast. So fresh, how we flow? Everybody get this down. Yo, I once was a kid. Silver Surfer. Silver Surfer. Silver Surfer in the flesh. Silver Surfer.